Well, as we reflect on this gospel this morning, it raises all sorts of interesting questions, and I don't think I can offer you a final answer of them. It's about how we live our lives, and we have to make decisions, judge things, and act on them. And presumably, as long as we do this in good faith and honestly, that is what God wants us to do. And as Jesus and his disciples are going through the cornfields and they are breaking the law, three parts of the law, they are picking, they're harvesting, they are grinding them, winnowing them, and then they're eating them. The three things you do when you go and harvest the crops. And so the Pharisees, the members of the Pharisees say they're breaking the Sabbath. Because on the Sabbath day, you're not meant to do that. And if you read the great story of Israel coming out of Egypt, Moses had to instruct the people, on the Sabbath day, you don't go out and collect the manna or the quails because God will provide enough for you for the Sabbath. So for two days, you rest on the Sabbath and you'll collect them then on the following day, the Sunday. And of course, they disobeyed, but then they learnt and they obeyed. And God provided enough for them on the Sabbath day. So technically, the disciples and Jesus are breaking the law. And notice the extra thing in this, of course, Jesus is presented as the leader of his disciples. And so he's a bad leader. He's allowing them. Now think of that, Jesus allowing you. Watch out the clergy. They don't allow you to do bad things. So he's allowing his disciples to break the Sabbath law. Therefore, he's not a good leader. And notice Jesus' response. He appeals to the great leader of Israel's antiquity, David the king, who began the Davidic dynasty. He says, remember what David did when he and his disciples were hungry. Technically, he broke the law of the sanctuary. He went in and ate and gave to his disciples, his followers, who were hungry, the sacred loaves that were only for the clergy. How dare you break into the house here or come to St. Dominic's and break into the house and eat the bread that's reserved for the clergy. You'll be, you'll be disciplined for that sort of thing. So you can see that it raises interesting questions, doesn't it? Now, what do you do in this? Well, there's just two, two answers, I think, that I can offer you. And one is, of course, that Jesus says the Son of Man is master of the Sabbath. So that's his final answer to the Pharisees. That is, on whose authority do the disciples eat the cornfields when they're hungry and there's nothing else to eat in the fields? On the authority of the Son of Man. And notice he says the Son of Man is master of the Sabbath. And that relates to another statement in one of the Gospels where Jesus says... The Sabbath was not made for the human being, but the human being was made for. The, so the Sabbath was made for the human being, not that the human being was made for the Sabbath. God's creation, the order of creation, is for our good, our welfare, so that we can grow and be creative and be true disciples of God. We're not slaves to creation. So an interesting view, isn't it? And the second thing, of course, is that Jesus invites them to think See, what is the right thing to do? How do you make the right decision? Well, from this we can go to the, this, the epistle where Paul, writing to the Romans, reminds them that they have become good, they've been incorporated, they are Gentiles, we are Gentiles, none of us here are Jews, are we? We are the pagans, the Gentiles, who have been invited to join the community of Christ. So the Jews and the Gentiles... Paul says, the gospel has been preached to all of you. You have become members of the body of Christ and you are faithful and you keep this faith and you grow in your faith and your love of Christ. And how do you do this? By keeping the faith, 
by listening to God, the word of God that I, the servant of God, have preached and acting rightly. So the key thing is that ultimately the decision's up to you and up to me. What do we do in these sorts of situations? Because we have to make decisions and that is what God wants us to do. God wants us to be human beings who are creative, who assess reality, who have been formed by our parents, formed by our faith, formed by our school, by our society, and we make right decisions, honest decisions in situations where the law doesn't explicitly cover it or where we could be technically breaking the law. For example, if I'm the father of a family and a couple of the members of the family are sick and I need to look after them, I can forego going to Sunday Mass. Nothing wrong with that. That's the best thing to do. Church has always said that. So we have these sorts of guidelines and we make these honest decisions. And that's what the disciples and the Jews are invited to do, to consider and make honest decisions. And by doing that, we are not going to guarantee we're right all the time, but we will grow because we make the wrong decision. We can listen and grow and learn. And that means we receive more of the grace of God, we become more perfectly Christians, we become more faithful, and we are able to help other people. So as we gather here on this Saturday, let us pray that in this complex world in which we live, and remember, Australia is one of the most legalistic countries in the world. Australia thinks it can solve every problem by making another law. But by making another law, all you do is recognising that something's wrong. It doesn't solve the problem, does it? How do you solve the problem of lawless people? You have to get them to convert, to change. And that means they have to be loved, attended to, instructed, accepted, and formed into a community. So that's what we as Christians are called to do. Let us be faithful in doing that, which I believe is following Christ. And remember, Jesus says, I came not to destroy, to do away with the law and the prophets. I came not to destroy them, but to fulfill them. By living our Christian faith, we manifest and bring about the fulfillment, what the law is ultimately about. And it is not about making you legalistic, or making you look disobedient. It's about making us virtuous. As the great theologian says, the laws are limited things and they're designed to help us to develop habits whereby we become virtuous, kind, gentle, tolerant, and these are the great virtues. And by doing that, we receive the grace of Christ and we become more perfectly disciples of Christ.